Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. No freaky deaky? Whoa, boy. Giddy up, horsey. You don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, with the buzz. Hello, everyone. Hello to all of my blind daters and hopeless romantics and internet daters, whatever your dating game is. Welcome to the Blind Date After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Regina Coles, uh, the host with the queenly touch, I like to say. So listen, we are at the end. I'm going to say hello to my producer, Vito. Hi. Hello, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so yeah. I'm sad that it's over, though. We have mm. 35 more episodes. Yeah. I know. 35 <laughs> episodes, Vito. 140 couples. Let's get 140 oh more, Regina. I think by this time we are experts in the blind dating game. I think so. I think you definitely more <laughs> than me, but definitely. Yeah, that's for sure. And listen, we've got a lot of great stuff going on today. Show juicy gossip and breaking news about our favorite royal couple, ultimate blind daters, Harry and Meghan. Yeah. So you want to stay tuned for that. And then we've got some interesting statistics about the blind dating show. Interesting. That are shocking. Interesting indeed. Yeah. So listen, I'm going to move on to my overall thoughts. And my overall thoughts, thoughts are, I thought they would at least save the best for last, Vito. I really thought they were going to as well. I did too. Like, I thought I thought they were going to up the game and give us the the you know the yeah. ten pluses. Just a little behind the scenes here for you folks. When me and Regina met up uh, <laughs> right before the show today, I asked her. I was like, "Hey, was it as good as you had hoped?" And she yeah. was like, "Well," <laughs> I was like, "No, no! <laughs> say it isn't so." I was hoping they but would get anyways, fun. Uh, what can we say? Moving on to couple number one, episode 32. They were really cute and attractive couple, and they did have some chemistry. So there you go. Uh, There was one couple in the bunch, maybe two. We'll see, guys. Stay tuned. But uh, Santia and Donnie were an adorable couple. She's a professional rugby player. How about that? I I think that's a, a lot of fun, personally. Well, I'm saying she's African-American, so listen, in the hood that I grew up in, neighborhood, excuse me, uh, we didn't have any rugby. Hmm. So I'm thinking... You go, girl. Yeah, rugby's really popular nowadays. Back in uh, back where I went to college, there was actually not a men's rugby team. There was mm-hmm. only a women's rugby team. Well, and they were some they were some tough gals. There you go. And so Dottie was her date, and he was a tall, dark, handsome engineer, audio engineer. And so they really did have a really uh, great chemistry. Their date was at a, t- a trampoline uh, place, and they shot baskets. Oh, and they, I love those. Yeah, you know, 
they kind of um, teased one another where she wanted to prove to him that she was stronger than him. And, of course, we know that's not the truth. But um, I thought it was a really good date. And some of my notes were that she really was looking for a husband type. And so, to me, um, right out the gate, I don't think you ask anybody, you know, are they um, interested in getting married? And I guess you can, but for me, I went not on the first date. Yeah, I feel like that's a misinterpretation of tactics on a first date. Mm -hmm. Like, especially for a blind date. Like, I don't think, I don't think... Anybody that's going out on a blind date, well, maybe they are looking for husband material, but I think that might scare a person off. Yeah, probably would scare me off if somebody that I didn't know was like, do you want to get married now? But, you know, the thing, too, about these guys is the guy, Donnie, was a great looking guy. But what I didn't like was how he was dressed. I thought the saggy baggy pants were out of style. Hmm. Yeah, somewhat, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, for me, that would have been a turnoff. But, I mean, they weren't, like, sagging to the point where you saw his underwear. That's that cool. would definitely have ended the date for me or really turned me off even more. Mm-hmm. But um, he got a little kinky right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not right away, but when this hot tub thing, man, I hope if they get a second season, they let go of the hot tub because it is too predictable, guys. Did you watch the original Blind Date? Was there a hot tub in the original Blind no, Date? No, I, I didn't watch it. That was like, what, 20-something years ago. Yeah, and I, I was suppose so. still a child in the crib, but <laughs> no, I'm yeah. kidding, of course. But anyways, um, the hot tub thing is just too predictable. That's where, you know, they set up the romantic trist or whatever. But anyways, he asked her, would she eat something out of his mouth? Yeah, not romantic for me. Gross. Yeah, really gross, but um, you don't even overall, know this person. You don't yeah, know, you don't know where that mouth's been. Exactly. Hello. I mean, she did let him feed her a strawberry. Ha ha. Hmm. So you know, um, they were a cute couple. So I don't have anything negative to say about them. Um, they were planning to go on a second date. But they haven't so far. Uh, It's just texting back and forth. But they did have a good chemistry, so I would have to say um, they matched this couple up really well. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that we at least have one couple that works Well, right, because couple number two didn't fare so well. No. No. You know, and first of all, their date was making a wedding cake. Oh. Yeah. That's, I mean, making a cake is cute. Making specifically a wedding cake, a wedding no, cake? please, no thanks. Whose wedding was it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyways, they put them in uh, these goofy outfits, which I didn't like. I mean, I just don't understand why you got to dress up. How this adds to the date? It only takes away from it to me. And so, uh, by the time they finished making a wedding cake, which they thought was delicious, great. They switched uh, off a little bit of their outfits. He wore the wedding veil, and she wore his top hat and uh, derby. That's, that's kind of cute. He was silly yeah. looking. They went in a restaurant, and people were like, uh, yeah, what's going on with you? Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I don't know. It was just not that interesting, and they weren't really into each other that much. He kept trying to... Um, Say to her, oh, uh, 
you know, uh, will you get busy on the first date? And she was like, no. Listen, if you're here for a booty call, I'm out the door. Mm -hmm. And I personally would feel the same way. You just met me and you expect me to lay down with you? Give me a break. God. I agree. And so what really uh, ended the date was he uh, moseyed on over to her in the hot tub and stuck his ear in her, I mean, his tongue in her ear and asked her to get nasty with him. (laughs) And she was like, gross. No, thank you. Have a good night. Goodbye. I'm out of here. He just couldn't take a message. It sounds like it sounds like she was being very clear with what she was saying. And yeah, he just could not decipher that. <laughs> I hear you. Well, speaking of being very clear, I want to take this time to thank all of our viewers for supporting us here at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, we really appreciate when you go on iTunes and give us a first a five star rating, and we appreciate. Even more so when you go to YouTube and you give us the thumbs up, you subscribe to our pages, and you leave all your wonderful comments. So, guys, thank you so very much for supporting us all here at AfterBuzz TV. Yeah, thanks, guys. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate your continued support. And, uh, you know. We hope you'll be back for another season of Blind Date. Uh, well, if not Blind Date, it'll be something <laughs> even better. Of course. But either way, um, thank you guys so much for your support. And moving right along now to episode 33, couple uh, number one. And <laughs> this was a funny couple. And that's why in the uh, cold open, I was like, whoa, boy, giddy up, get up. This date was at a horse farm, and the young lady, Deidre, was a horse trainer, and uh, the guy, D, was a vendor who had never, ever ridden a horse. So, first of all, number one for me, red flag is, I'm afraid of horses. Oh. And he was. Yeah. So... I, you know, she's a trainer and I get it. She wanted to be in a spot that was comfortable for her. Nothing wrong with that. But horseback riding is not something you can just take to me, somebody that's afraid of horses on. Mm, I probably would feel the same way i know a few people that really do like horses but like if, oh yeah like as a blind date i feel like that's almost too risky of a thing yeah. to do because especially if you're scared around horses like they exactly can harm you very very much so they do and yeah. the horses know when you're afraid of them yeah and that's when they start you know <laughs> letting you know yeah. they're in control yeah. and so this one horse that he was on you know, horses start taking off because especially if it's another horse around and that horse is their buddy mm-hmm. or they're mating. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the first time I went horseback riding, the horses were mating. No. And guess where I was? <laughs> where? Guess where I was? You were on the back of the – wait, were you on the back of the bottom horse? I was horse? at the Ponderosa Ranch oh. in Lake Tahoe. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. Beautiful ranch, beautiful, beautiful horses. But they kept bringing out horses to me. Oh, my God. And I was like, I need a little toy pony. Yeah, I don't blame you. They were like, <laughs> no, come on. This is the smallest horse we have for you. But what I'm saying is the horses were mating. And so they were going to put me on a horse 
that took off after uh, a female horse. I think they call it a mare. Yeah. So I was like, I don't think so. I'm going to pass. I saw how well endowed the horse was. (laughs) And I said, no horseback riding for me. I don't blame you. So if, if you're afraid of horses, first date. Or anything you're afraid of, I just don't agree with that. For me, I would have backed out. Yeah. But he was a good sport. Uh, he got on the horse. Aww, but good. let's say the date went nowhere. Okay. And these guys were totally not compatible. So, Well, uh, maybe another group would have done better on that. Maybe another couple would have done better on that date, you know? Yeah. You know, the thing about this show to me is the couples have, they just don't have really good chemistry. Yeah. They don't match them up well. But I guess you can't really, I again, this comes back to the conversation, do we know whether they match them up or not? Because if they don't match them up and they're just taking random people looking for blind dating, hmm. then that's a different story. Okay, so they don't go uh, troll on social media, so that's supposedly not a connection. They don't get them from social media. So I don't know where they got them from. Probably a casting call? Yeah, that's what I would, <clears throat> that's what I would think because I can't imagine like them taking the time to really set these people up specifically especially because of blind dating you it's it's dating that's meant to be like just throw two random people together and see what happens you know yeah and it's supposed to be a comedy but um after a while it just gets to be too bizarre and annoying and like last week when i got into the news about the show and uh the show has not really been met with a lot of great positive comments or success And so that's one of the things that people are talking about is that the awkwardness of the dating, the weirdness and all that. You know, if you really want a good quality dating show, it's okay to make it a comedy, make it fun and exciting. But make it something uh, exhilarating that the average person out there who's looking for a date can find hope in. Yeah, I can agree with that. But also, I know these kind of shows have sometimes been just, like, for people to watch other people suffer through. Like, it sounds to me like a lot of these dates were, like, something that me and my friends would watch to laugh at. Well, okay, so, you know, I just think they need to just make it more of a cleaner show, give it a lot more quality instead of having so many episodes. I understand that. Cut the episodes down, take that money, and put the money into, like, uh, better um, wardrobe for the people who are the daters because the wardrobe is, like, really all over the place and tacky. Like, in episode 34, um, they had... uh, a young lady named Tommy and a guy named Bernard, a preacher. Now, uh, he out of the gate said that he's a freaky preacher. So that's probably, <laughs> that is an interesting combination of words for a preacher. Right. But he said, hey, he, um, you know, is one of these uh, guys, even though he's a man of the cloth. I don't know. I wouldn't put that on television to let my congregation know. Neither would I, especially when if that kind of work. Exactly. But anyways, their date was at a 
dress shop that was um, like cross-dressing. Okay. Like a drag queen kind of okay. dressing. And so they, uh, he's a preacher. They put him in a woman's outfit, dress, wig, heels, everything. Okay. Why? They put him in that or he was in that? Well, he changed clothes and that's what he got into. But why? I guess he wanted to. I'm not sure. No, it was part of the show. That's where their date was. Their date was to dress each other up, but they went to a shop that is into like um, doing drag and that kind of thing, dressing up, you know, drag queens. Okay. So I'm like, what are we missing here? What is the purpose of this date here starting in this dress shop? Well, he's a freaky preacher. (laughs) Trying to get free. I I guess so. So... This date just got freakier as it went on when they got to the hot tub. Oh, they didn't get to the hot tub because it rained oh, no. on their parade. <laughs> so they had to go inside and they uh, play Spin the Bottle. How dated is, is that? Oh, my gosh. I don't want to play that's Spin so, the Bottle on my really first juvenile. date. That's really yeah. That's pretty funny, though, that that's what they did. Well, first of all, you don't know me well enough to ask me to do all this kind of kinky stuff, especially on television. Give me a break. I, I wouldn't be comfortable. And she wasn't at first, but then girlfriend was all in. <laughs> gotcha. And so uh, they spin the bottle and he asked her to um, fake an orgasm. Okay. <laughs> then it was like, suck my elbow. Okay. And she was a willing participant. Oh, she was. Yeah. Well, I guess that's fun then. It I was guess, fun for him. He said it was kinky and it was arousing him. But I'm like, oh, I'm what sure. does it make her look like? I, I, I don't know. A consenting participant, in my opinion, <laughs> she decided to do it. So this is true. But my <laughs> thing is this, and I've always said from the beginning of the show, one of my don'ts is don't do anything that you're going to regret later because this is on TV, television. And once it airs, it's out there. Once it's on the Internet, it's out there. And these type of things, it's been my experience now uh, with anybody that wants to hire somebody, the first thing they want to know is your social media handle. (laughs) And then they go on there and they troll it and they, you know, Try to find all the good dirt, the bad, and in between. And then guess what? You wind up not getting the job. And I know quite a few people that's happened to. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess on TV it's probably a little worse unless nobody finds it. (laughs) Well, they're going to find it. Yeah. You know, nine times out of ten, what's done in the Turk, folks, Mm -hmm. comes to the light. So... You know, the same thing with the show is like drinking too much. A lot of the contestants, they um, really boosted up mm. and this just got to the point where they were out of character or they couldn't control or handle themselves. Like I told you, the one girl, she fell over when she got out of the hot tub. Yeah. And God, to me, that's messy. just not cool. That's Ladies, messy. we always have to be ladies, okay? 
So, I mean, I know it's exciting to, oh, I'm going on a blind date. And the thing about the show is I think that the people who are going out for these dates, the expectations are too high. Mm. They're looking for that uh, Harry and Meghan connect, Uh. you know, blind date that's going to lead to me marrying into the royal family and, uh, you know, uh, the rags and riches to Rich's story or what have you, their dreams being fulfilled. And that's just not the case with this type of show. Yeah. It's definitely not The Bachelor. Yeah, it's definitely not. But I'll have to say that, I mean, there were a few hilarious moments and that they did um, stretch, (laughs) stretch uh, the type of dating and the uh, type of people that are out there willing to do anything yeah, to go on a blind date. And speaking of blind dates, I'm going to head into my special segment and news before we get to our last episode. Mm-hmm. How about that? So we go into well, you know special what? segment. No, I'm going to end with news and special segments because right. I think we have a lot to talk about there, Vito. All right. I'm going to go right on to episode 35. Gotcha. Now, for those of you wondering why I did not review couple number two for episode 34 is because it got really ridiculous and oh. distasteful. I don't need anybody sharing with me that they defecated oh, yeah. on their... Uh, living room or uh, that's not having sex or share. whatever. And so when that came out, that little revelation, I was like, click. Yeah, I don't blame you. Now, how would you feel if you were on a blind date and the person you're out on a date with shares that bit of news with you? There wouldn't be a second date. Yeah, that's like a total turn, turn off to me. Yeah. It's saying to me that, wow, you don't have any kind of shame to your game. I mean, you're willing to do or say anything. And that would just be a total turnoff yeah. to me. I mean, it's also a very particular case in which not only does that happen, but then you <laughs> talk about it having happened. It's not good hygiene, too. No. I, I think that would probably I, – I think that would cut me out of the day pretty fast. I think it would probably – It's just so embarrassing. Yeah. So moving on to episode 35. And that's on TV, too. Oh, my God. I know. So that's out there. It's out there in the universe for everybody to see in the television world, Twitter, you name it. Terrible. Social media. So this last couple, they were kind of cute. They were Colette. She was a designer. Ralph, a personal trainer. He was full of himself. Um, the thing about these two is she was a lot taller than him. That's fun. Okay. I I don't mind that. He thought it was fun too. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, he said, Hey, I can handle it. Mm -hmm. And so it was all good. They were really cute couple. And, um, her big thing though with him was she kept asking him, are you in your whole face? Because he had been married 
very early at like 21 years old. And he got divorced at 23 and he has a three-year-old or something like that. Yikes. And so she's like, are you in your whole face? <laughs> now, uh, when a woman asks you that, oh what God. does that mean, Vito? Uh, that would immediately put me in a corner. I would just be like, I if if a woman, if I went on a date with a woman and she looked at me and was like, are you in your hoe phase? I, I would, that's a lot of assumptions at one time about me. <laughs> but come on, come on for, uh, no, for our it's viewers out there. It's obvious that she was possibly interested or calling him out. Calling him out because she felt that since he got married at an early age, that he hadn't sold his wheats yet. You know, mm. that he was going through that wild stage of being a single guy and dating a lot of women. And the killer part was that he justified it by saying to her she asked him mm. when is the last time you had sex and what did he say back when he was married a few hours ago oh <laughs> like last night before i got ready for my date <laughs> okay who did he have sex with his ex dating no <laughs> She is unknown. Look, okay. To be fair, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be too judgmental here. If that's what you're on, that's what you're on. Do what you want. Uh, do you have to tell the person that you just had sex before you prepare for the date? What kind of message does that send? Uh, I mean, it sends possibly that you're in your hoe face. <laughs> exactly. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. Well, you're not very serious about me. Yeah. You know, or. To be fair, it is a first date, though. It's it's a blind first date. So I don't think you have to necessarily be too serious about it. That is another don't. Don't. Hey, why spill all the beans to a stranger? Yeah. Come on. That's pretty messy. You don't need to know everything that I've written in my diary up to the point of our date. Yeah. My meeting you. Yeah, that's pretty messy. That's that's work that I think is is much less uh strategic when it comes to being on a date is uh talking about previous dates, talking about like previous relationships, talking about like like if, especially if you got married, talking about your previous marriage. I mean, it's nice to yeah. be upfront with stuff like that. Well, but- to me, it's after you've been with the person for a long time. But yeah. I'm going to tell you the truth. If I, um, if he had told me that, yeah, he wouldn't get a second date. Yeah, I hey, and that's the risk he's putting out there because there's also the possibility that he might find somebody that would still go on a second date with him despite that. He was a good-looking guy, clean, a charmer, goes to church, doesn't drink. But you know what that means. If he doesn't drink... Everybody's got their vices. They got their vices, so is sex his. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? But anyway, she did agree to go on a second date with him. Oh. But I'll tell you what. If she's a smart girl, she will make sure the cookies stay in the cookie jar Mm. for a long time. Sounds to me like he uh, was either in an unhappy marriage or doesn't know how to stay married. No, he just got married too early. And that happens when you're 21 years old. To me, you're still a kid. You're just getting out of college uh, or whatever, trying to find yourself. 
And uh, to get married and have a child and take on all those responsibilities is a lot for somebody Absolutely. so young. It's a lot very immediately. Yeah, and then when you um, I can't imagine get out there right in now. the world, the same thing, uh, guy or girl, but especially you, man, I'm going to have to be a little biased now. You guys go on out there and you you get into your playboy phase, you know. So yeah, I mean, it's also it sounds like if he was a religious man, there might have been like some societal pressures for him to uh, mm. get married. Mm-hmm. That that was probably a whole yeah. big thing for him too. It might have been I, a forced marriage. Yeah, well, not even a forced marriage. It might have been like. I, I know a lot of friends that grew up in very religious backgrounds mm. and like they always felt like they couldn't have sex until marriage. Oh, okay. And so like they were get like they were like nineteen, twenty and they were getting into relationships and they were like, Oh, what do I do? Oh, they wanted um, out. Yeah, well they wanted out, but they also like they, they just didn't understand that their upbringing didn't have to be what it was yeah. like I, not to say there's nothing wrong with it if if that's the way you want to go if you want to like get mm-hmm. married at the age of 21 have a kid that's great well, but some people aren't ready for it right i'm not ready for it well speaking of marriage we are going to venture into news and special segment right now okay guys most royal watchers are keeping their fingers crossed, hoping that the shocking announcement made a few days ago by blind daters and now wedded royals, Harry and Meghan, to step back from their royal duties and split their time between the UK and North America will end with a happy ending for everyone. That's good. But. Many are wondering if this unexpected announcement, uh, which was said to have blindsided the queen and the royal family, will lead to further division with the Windsors. So what do you think, Vito? I have not been keeping too much track of the royal what? wedding, honestly. Um, uh, it's it's turned out for me well. to be just something that uh, I don't really have much of a part in. I... I don't have a lot. You have to perform your royal duties. I don't. It's part of history. <laughs> Luckily, I don't because <laughs> I am not a royal, I'm happy to say. Well, I'll have you know, it was announced that the Queen Elizabeth herself, along with Prince Charles and Prince William and Harry, will meet sometime this week at Buckingham Palace. That's good. To try and come up with a reasonable solution. That's good. Finding, hoping to find middle ground with Harry and Meghan's announcement. Duchess Meghan is said to be joining the phone by Skype. Uh, the meeting, I should say, by Skype or phoning in. That should be interesting. I, Judging by what has been said, I don't think there's going to be much movement on it. Well, it would be wonderful to be a royal fly on the wall for, oh, the, for that it? one. Oh, wouldn't it? But, you know... In moving on to a more serious phase about this story, the reason for them doing this, that cute little Archie, oh, he's so adorable, is because of the constant barrage of racist comments by the British tabloids uh, that prompted their move. And one of the tabloids even went as far as publishing a picture of Harry and Meghan holding hands with a chimpanzee. Yeah. And identifying the chimpanzee as Baby Archie. Now that's hitting below 
the belt. It is. It's despicable. Honestly, I, I can't. I can't really blame Miss Merkel for being as upset as she is. I know. Uh, it's 2020, but you also have to feel for Harry because Harry knew how vicious the press was with his mom, the late Princess Diana. Yeah. So, but my question to you and everyone out there uh, viewing today. What do you think um, is the right solution for this? Or is there a solution? Do you think that um, they did the right thing by exposing this and posting it on social media first before talking to their family about it? Uh, I think there's a possibility that the family would have suppressed it regardless. Um, I'm very much in the facet of they would have done whatever's convenient for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably why things were kind of shown with th- things were kind of brought up without bringing it up to the royal family mm-hmm. because I'm sure the royal family would have ver- been very governmental about this, been Be- very like, yeah. we need to keep this down. And Don't that's their way. We'll be fine. That is their way. They never, yeah. they try to keep all of their family business under tight lip. Yeah. Um, they don't like to comment about politics or anything whatsoever that's, um, in the news media. So, um, and you know, they, uh, really just started doing social media when, um, Harry and Meghan got married, Yeah, you know, when they got engaged, that's when they really started delving a little more into social media. But you know, the thing that I'm thinking of is I thought that maybe they didn't even have to go this far. If maybe the queen, spoke out or Prince Charles and defended them and saying, this is our family and we will not tolerate this. And maybe they'll do it after the fact. Uh, Who knows? I I don't, I I think they've missed their chance. Yeah. I think uh, Megan probably withstood it long enough for what was going on. Um, and uh, whatever happens, I wish them the best. I yeah. Hope there's possibly they're moving to possibly going to Canada. The damage is done. Yeah. Um, I just wish them the best. I, I hope that they end up somewhere that makes them happier. Well, and I do hope that um, maybe this will be a good thing to happen to the royal family. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully um, his brother, William, will show him some, him some support. Yeah. And um, maybe... You know, it may be a happy ending. Yeah. So we wish them the best always. Absolutely. And so, but, you know, the racist thing, that is just yeah. unforgivable Abhorrent. and just. Absolutely. Yeah. So not necessary, guys. Let's respect each other. Yeah. We're different in so many ways. And let's embrace that. But anyways, moving on and closing out our segment. <gasps> I just want to add a few little notes about Blind Date and that out of 140 couples, 35 episodes, only four couples, about four couples, actually reported that they went out on a blind date. So that's less, yeah. On a second date, you mean? Yeah, second date, I'm sorry. But that's less than 3%. Yeah, I'm not surprised, to be completely honest, judging by the sound of these episodes. So, I mean, they have to do a better job, go back to the drawing board. I don't know if Bravo is renewing them for a second season, but I hope that they took stock of all the comments that people uh, provided on social media and elsewhere. 
and that they if they bring the show back, that it's a better show and it's much more of a quality show. Yeah. And with that being said, it has been a blast being your host for the Blind Date After Show here on After Buzz TV. Thank you, Vito, for being my co-host in my millennial Thank perspective. You for me. And you can find me at Regina Coles on Instagram. And guys, look for me. You can search my name on After Buzz TV because I will be coming back with new shows. Take care. Bye-bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.